Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag healthy you, wealthy you. Indeed, hashtag wealthy you, healthy you. This is Adol Kozilski. I'm with Fagy this morning. Good morning, Fagy. Good morning, Adol. We are going to have an exciting show, I think, because one of the things that we've come to realize, you know, is that not what you see is all what you get, that there are a lot of uh, health modalities that can make us feel much, much better, um, and you don't have to swallow any medication. And today it's going to be our pleasure to bring onto the show Nikki Slow. Nikki is a transformation coach, a dietitian, and she assists clients to transform whatever is holding them back from being all that they can be. That sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, there's a lot of subconscious beliefs, patterns, behavioral patterns that sabotage us from assessing who we really are. And Nikki, as I can see from her website, has got a lot of tools, some which I must say I've done, some kinesiology, transformational kinesiology, family and systemic constellations, NLP, EFT, tapping away, I love that, and a whole host of other uh, modalities that actually would and can uh, bring you to your full potential. If you'd like to join the conversation, 34519 is our SMS number, 061-895-1019 um, is our telegram number. So without any further ado, good morning, Nikki, and welcome to the show. Good morning, and thank you for the opportunity to share with you today. We've got a lot to ask because I kind of like sort of know quite a bit of what it is that you do. I love the Demartini method as well, but I think we want to focus on kinesiology, maybe even touch EFT. Um, uh, I've got actually a funny story that perhaps down the line I'll, I'll share with the, with the listeners. But let's let's uh, go off with how did you get into all of this, and you know then start explaining to us what kinesiology is all about. So how I got into this, the truth is my own health journey. I um, wore a back brace from standard six to matric and had, you know, very a lot of challenges with my own health. And it was actually a talk of John Demartini's that opened this whole door for me where he was saying all dis-ease in the body is actually from an imbalance in your emotional perceptions. So that, like... It made huge sense to me, and your spine is your support structure in life, so where is it you're perceiving you lost your support structure? And that just led me on this incredible journey of working on a mind-body level to go and look at the symptoms in the body are just giving you feedback as to what programs, patterns, wounds, traumas are all sitting in your subconscious. And as you bring healing and alignment to those, you start to feel the, the physical healing manifesting in, in the body. So that's really what brought me to this journey is, is looking through my own well, well-being and trying to get my own body into a physically fit and well state. So that is really the basis of a lot of, um, if I could call the word alternative healing, is that we are in dis Ease. When mm. our body is telling us something, it's not just that because a virus is running around 
or, you know, I hurt my leg. There are those things. I mean, you can go bump your leg and, you know, break your leg because you went slipping down a mountain as I did. But even that, even in that, that comes to you because of um, a specific reason. We are going to continue the conversation. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. So we are talking about dis-ease. So, Nikki, was there a mo- like a eureka moment where you went, wow, I understand it, or was it like a longer journey? There was a phenomenal eureka moment when John Martini actually explained from the developmental processes in the womb and how the perceptions and the emotions impact the chemicals and the neurochemicals and the hormones, and that affects every organ. So for me, that was a perfection I had never thought of. And, you know, so often we in society are, are taught to judge dis-ease as something bad or wrong. And truthfully, I had judged my back condition, my back brace. I hated it as a teenager. You can imagine growing up, living in this box. It was just awful. So I had judged it so much. And the thing for me that that eureka moment was to actually see that there's a divine perfection in everything. And, you know, if that is your soul journey, that is what's come into your life. And that is your healing. And that was your agreement. So... You know, from my family constellations, I realized that the the family that your soul chooses to be born into are the perfect place for you to work through what you need to as a soul in this journey. And so I've just been on this quest to uncover, like, okay, so if there's divine perfection in everything, I mean, you know, if God is everywhere, where is God not? You know, and it's us who decide, oh, well, God is not in that just because it's our judgment. But is that true? So, you know, the whole thing of finding where's the divine love, where is the divine pe- perfection in everything that is as it is in our lives, the minute we see that, we bring such release and we release that emotional tension, the resentment, the anger. And so much pain in our bodies is actually just that stored resentment, emotional tension, anger. The minute there's understanding, relief, you see that perfection, it takes you to another dimension. And for me, you know, if you ask what is my turnaround moment, it's that. And I found so many modalities, kinesiology, I know you wanted to discuss that one today, is such an easy way of tapping into the subconscious. Neuroscience tells us that 95% of our consciousness is sitting in the subconscious and only 5% of our consciousness is actually in our conscious awareness. So if we're intelligent individuals, you know, and if we could have solved the problem on the level of thinking it was created, we would have long ago, you know, so if we could have resolved our health issues with a conscious mind, we would have. But the thing is, it's what's sitting in the subconscious, and that's the values, attitudes, beliefs, patterns, programs, all the entanglements in our family system that we're unaware of that are driving our health issues because the body is simply reflecting what is happening in the subconscious. And so the does, minute one does kinesiology bring that out? Does kinesiology yeah, bring that out? So kinesiology really is a system that uses biofeedback from the body using muscle monitoring and it looks at the imbalances that are causing the disease in the body. So the way kinesiology works is if you just take your arm, 
and you push down on it, if something is true for you, your body, your muscle will stay strong. And if it's not true for you, your muscle will go weak. So in other words, if you can tap into the language of the body with questions you know the answer to, then you can ask questions you don't know the answer to and the body will give you feedback. So for example, how does that look practically? If I have a client, they come in and I'll say, do you mind, can I please use your arm? So they'll put their arm out and I'll just say to them, say yes. And then you push on the arm and the arm will stay strong. If they say no, the muscle will literally weaken. They're absolutely flabbergasted. They look at me as if to say, oh my goodness, what kind of fishiness is this? But they literally feel it in their body. I mean, you can even try it now yourself if you, if you're able to. The one thing you just need to be aware of is, the interference of electromagnetic frequency. So if you have your cell phone on your body and you don't have a radiation card to protect your body, you can get a false reading. So don't let that deceive you if you're busy trying to try this holding your cell phone or watching on a cell phone. So you need to have not no electronic, even those Apple watches or electronic watches, you need to take that all off your body so you're getting proper feedback. So don't let that mislead you, but it is a really powerful feedback system from the body. And so I ask, yes, no, and then I say to them, say your name. And then I push, and they, their arm will stay strong, because yes, it's true that that is their name. And as I say, I'm Donald Duck, and their muscle goes weak, because they're not Donald Duck. So, and I might, depending on the client, you know, some people are a little bit skeptical, but the minute they actually get it, they're like, wow, they can actually feel that response from their body. I'll say today is Tuesday or whatever the day of the week is, and today's Saturday, and their body will give us feedback. Then I know their body's yes and no. After that, I can ask questions I don't know the answer to. So I can say, for example, do you believe you can lose weight? And their body will tell me what their subconscious belief system or patterning is. Um, I'm also a dietitian, and I think one of my greatest frustrations of being a traditional dietitian, which truthfully I no longer do because it's just so frustrating, you give someone a diet and then they don't follow it. They might do it for one or two weeks, but then they don't do it. So I would rather go and look at why people are not doing or not eating what they know they should eat in order to optimize their health or lose their weight or correct their physiological imbalances in their disease process. And what one finds is there's often a subconscious program that's preventing them from fully embracing their health. So, if you have a conscious belief I can lose weight, maybe it's easier if I give you like a literal example. I had a client and she weighed 175 kilograms. So she was seriously overweight and she was on one of my workshops and I was working through a process with them of saying, you know, how is your weight serving you? Because whatever we can't be grateful for, we can't transform. As I said earlier, like when I was resenting my back brace and resenting whatever health condition you have, the minute you're in that space, you're almost blocking the wisdom of the subconscious speaking. So the minute you can start saying, okay, how is this really serving me? Then you can start to uncover what the subconscious strategies are that you're holding it in place. Because we as people do what works for us. So as long as something doesn't work, we change the strategy. So if you go and look at it, um, when you want to tap into the subconscious, you want to find out why people are still doing what they're doing. Why are they following those programs? Because they must be serving them in some way. 
Right. We are talking with Nikki Slow. We're talking about kinesiology. I've got a host of questions um, that are flooding into my 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 my, uh, my consciousness that I want to ask of you. Uh, Karen Milner says it was the kinesiology arm system to establish it was foods that were giving me headaches. And I had to put different foods in my mouth while the practitioner pushed my arm. Well, there you go. Somebody just getting, you know, like practical advice on what to eat. If you'd like to join the conversation, 34519 is our SMS line. 061-895-1019 is our telegram number. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We're talking kinesiology, and Nikki, one of the things that I wanted to ask is what is the difference between kinesiology and body talk? Because body talk also has a similar, uh, uh, you know, a similar yeah, modality. Yes, absolutely. Body talk also uses feedback from the body. I think in essence, you know, they're just very similar. They're just different maybe like different brands. I don't know enough about body talk. That's one of the things I haven't studied because I kind of feel like I've got enough, uh, you know, of my own modalities, which I use in different ways. But really, the, you know, if you have to look at what is the essence, it's using the intelligence of the body to bring out what is sitting in the subconscious to for healing, integration, and, and bringing balance. So I think, you know, that would be, in essence, it's a very similar system. In terms of the way I use kinesiology, I use it more in terms of applied kinesiology or transformational kinesiology. More traditional kinesiology looks at using muscle testing in terms of movement and rehabilitation and the body like that, which I think the body talk also integrates more. I have just found my practice has led me down the road of really looking at more emotional, spiritual, uh, mental blocks and stuckness. Because being a transformational coach, a lot of people are coming to me for coaching or, as I said, you know, on a diet or health perspective because that is really a huge interest for me. Um, as I was explaining this client uh, before the break, who weighed 175 kilograms, and she was really working through this process of trying to understand why. I saw she was battling, and I just said to her, can I help you? And she said, yes, please. So I did a very simple muscle test, and I said, do you believe you can lose weight? And her body said no. And I said, let's go and identify where the block is. So you can test for an age. So the age, it's literally yes, no answers using the body as feedback. So I I just got the awareness before birth. I tested it and she said, yes, it was like before birth at birth that whole time. And then I, as a kinesiologist, you have like a book of like a whole lot of limiting beliefs, emotions, fears, and you literally use the yes, no response to go and identify, is it on this page? Is it this belief? Is it this section? Is it this belief? And it takes you down to a number. So it's just yes, no. And the belief that came up was, I feel like I don't exist. And when I told her this, the tears just started streaming down her face. It was just unbelievable. And I said, what does that bring up for you? And she said, well, I wasn't planned. My parents didn't want me. They didn't want me to exist. And she said, so my whole life, I felt like I didn't exist. On the inside, I felt so small that I've, it's been so important to me to be so big on the outside so people don't miss me, so that they see me. And this lady was a 
a very well-groomed PA to a top director in a corporate firm, and everybody used to come to her because she was so competent, and that's where her identity lay. And she just, like, started quivering, and she said to me, if I lose weight, I'm so scared people won't see me and they won't come to me. So, you know, we don't understand. The subconscious doesn't make logical sense, you know, but when when you look at it, like, Actually, it does make sense. So on the outside, like, gosh, people will still see you. You don't have to be that big. But, you know, when we cleared that belief, within two months, she had lost 30 kilograms. So that's why I say there's an intelligence in the subconscious that needs to be honored and needs to be seen. And it's that whole principle of bringing out what is in the shadows into the light so we can see it and transform it. The minute it's in the light, you can you can acknowledge it and transform it, whereas When it's still in the shadows in the subconscious, it runs you from a shadow side. The minute you see it, you can then take conscious choices to run it. And that's what she could do. Like I'd given her an eating plan and she followed the eating plan to the T and it really worked. And for me, that's where true liberation comes from. So if you truly want to transform something, you want to go and look at what's happening in the subconscious. And a way, you know, if you could ask where you're going to look for that is if you want to look in your life and and understand the subconscious, if you can imagine a CD, if there's a scratch on it, every time you go past that scratch, you start having the same reaction like it's it stops the, the, the CD playing. And if you want to look in your life, go and look at the patterns. So what is the similar pattern where you get stuck that you keep sabotaging? So if you start looking at repeated patterns of behavior that keep you getting stuck, you know there's something stuck in the subconscious. It's a wound from childhood, the age of 0 to 7. We don't have conscious filters to determine this is a good belief, this is a bad belief. So we just take on board what the people around us tell us, and they can be our belief system for life until you actually bring consciousness to it. And that's where a lot of the sabotage programs and patterns come from. And with the kinesiology, it's very easy to identify that, very simple to clear. And then there's a beautiful saying, and the saying is, oh, my, how you've changed since I've changed. So the minute we change the attractor pattern in the individual, the world outside then changes. So for that lady that I'm referring to, it's like everyone at work just absolutely saw her and she felt it. So she had no need to hold on to the weight. She she really felt from a different internal space what it felt like to be seen and recognized that she actually does exist and she's appreciated for who she is, not for needing to have this big external frame in order to be noticed. It's really so it's amazing really how amazing. our thought process like has such a huge effect on us and us being able to, or like everything else gets fed into our minds when it isn't necessarily the reality. So what you're saying is to actually bring out the reality and to pinpoint what the real reality actually is. Yes, absolutely. You know, I had another very simple example. It was a client and she was anorexic when she was at at school and she landed in Grotesque Hospital for two years like weighing 35 kilograms. I mean, I was coaching her a lot later in life, and she was weighing 50, so she was a lot better. But we were, she was always having these tendencies to wave into that anorexic patterning. And I just said to her, where does this belief come from that you're fat? And, like, she just looked at me with these big eyes, and she said, you know what? 
there was a nanny. She grew up on a farm, and the next-door neighbor's nanny, when she was like three, four, five, always used to call her Mafuta because she was chubby and she was cute. And, you know, in the black culture, that's like a term of endearment, but it means you fat, chubby little thing. And she took that on board as her belief system that she's fat and chubby, and she judged it as wrong ever since then when she got older. And this is where this disconnect happened in her psyche. And we went and we healed that. And now she's let go of that need to fall back into those subconscious patternings of feeling like she's fat. And she has to starve herself to, to even weigh 50 kilograms. She thought she was fat, but she looked fabulous. But now she owns it and she looks fabulous and she radiates that and she has no need to go back to those old programs. So, yes, it's fascinating when you start in the subconscious. So let's just, <clears throat> I am uh, a little bit more, um, I think a little bit more logically for me, you know, A plus B must equal C. That's, that's how my brain works, even though, you know, I definitely um, embrace what it is that you're saying. So once you find, you find the issue, let's just go back to that, that lady that was overweight and it was because she needed to be seen. Like once you get to that and you have that recognition, is that, is that the healing? Ah, I recognize that, you know, I was unwanted and so I ate my way all the time to make myself as big as possible so that, you know, that, that I can, uh, you know, where, where, where does it go once you get that realization? How do you heal is my question. So it's almost like that aha moment where it's a divine sort of grace moment. of If you can imagine, there's a charge spinning one way and the charge spinning the other way, and there's an integration, and there's just an alignment and, and a settling. It's just the most phenomenal release and realization. We we did a, a tapping process, so you, you like the EFT. So the way I released it for her was tapping it out of her body. So the tapping uses the subconscious. Um, we typically use the most powerful EFT point for clearing these very deep beliefs is what we call the cave of heart. Our heart is on the left and the cave of heart is on the right, um, sort of in the heart sort of cavity. It's the place at which the soul incepts the body. So the way you do it is using breath and because that is your life force energy. So it's you hold your breath for as long as possible while tapping on the energy of that. Because remember, the language of the subconscious is emotions. So you need to get the feeling in the body because you're releasing it from the body. It's not a logical A plus P equals C. It's it's mm-hmm. it's that's where that's why we you know then we would have solved it. <laughs> but that's what we're going for is the is what seems illogical. It's on the subconscious. So you pull up the feeling. You hold your breath as long as you can. And by implication, when you release that breath, you're saying, I need life or air more than I need to hold on to this limiting belief. And as you release it, there's just an amazing shift of energy. And you actually feel that sometimes the people go a bit lightheaded. I have to sometimes ground them. I sometimes process a lot in my body for them because my body has capacity to do that. Sometimes they don't feel anything in that moment, but they feel so much lighter and relieved afterwards. And you can visibly see sometimes even the facial expressions change. There's a huge shift and release that, that happens. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit intangible. It's not that logical, but you feel it. And then there's no doubt. It's like just an inner knowing of transformation. That how, many, how many um, sessions would one need to, to, to uncover something? So I would come to you and say to you, I've got – X problem or, you know, this is what I'm struggling with. Does it, does it happen in one session or like is the expectation that you have to come back like a few times 
or as you've come a few times, other things get uncovered? Yes, it's all of that. So sometimes one session can release enormous amounts and and people, you know, then don't really need more. But remember, if it's a lifetime of stuff, mm-hmm. one session is not necessarily going to release it all because it's exactly like you say, it's like peeling an onion. There are layers and layers and layers. So you take off the outer layer and the next layer reveals. What I typically do is if someone wants to work with an issue is I say, come to our first session, let me tap into your body and test your body and see what it needs. So they might need one session and they might need a few sessions. So what I do is I, I offer packages that then bring the rate down if they want, if they need to do a few sessions. And I will also find the most effective, efficient modality to clear whatever their stuck point is. So I use kinesiology maybe 80% of the time in my practice. Um, but if they need a family constellation, if they need EFT, if they need a Demartini method, whatever they need to most effectively and efficiently release the, the block, I, I will use. Um, yeah, and that's that's what I find is it's actually just better to ask the body what the body needs and then use that as the guideline. I often release a whole lot for people and then they go away and their whole life is transformed and they say, no, I'm good. I'll contact you if I need you again. And I, you know, don't see them, but I have some clients that come every month or they just message me and say, oh my goodness, I'm having a tough time. Do I need a session? And then I'll just dial into their bodies and I'll say, yes, you do or no, you don't, because I'm not going to try and do them a session if their body's not ready or not needing it. So, you know, I'm very open to just following whatever the client needs and whatever their body needs. Obviously, Do people come like for chronic pain and for, you know, addiction issues or anxiety and depression or for, you know, like chronic illness? Is it, Absolutely. Is it for anything? Anything, any trauma. And then what I'll do is because I've also done a lot of training in terms of releasing trauma because that's really where most of the stuff sits is in traumas of whatever description. And, you know, if you look at addiction, what what drives addiction? It's a hole in your heart. You're trying to fill something. So somewhere you've got to go and find out what is missing and whatever the addictive substance is, you, you're trying to heal a wound with that substance. So I'll use whatever modality. Sometimes there's a very effective NLP process that I use to metastate what is it that that substance is giving you that you're not realizing. I had a woman that was addicted to chocolate. She was even... Oh, yeah, I better not come to you. I better not come to you, but I'm also addicted. Okay, carry on. Let's hear the story. I don't think I want to hear it, but let's hear. Oh, Careful, Adol. She can tap into you now. I'm not a nursery school, and she confessed to me. She said, it's absolutely terrible, this addiction. She said, I go into the children's bags, and I steal their chocolates. If they're bad. She said, how bad it is. So I... She was actually on one of my Mind Your Bulge workshops looking at the mind-body connection and weight, and this came out. So I said to her, okay, well, would you mind if we used you for the next process? And it's a, it's an NLP process called Metastating Pleasure. And really it looks at the beliefs above and beyond the current situation that you're facing. And what came out is that her daughter committed suicide, and she had made that connection that that chocolate was providing her the soothing for the hole in her heart that she hadn't healed around that. So we went and healed that and she didn't, she didn't touch chocolate again. Her, her, her other daughter who actually referred her to me said, mom, I'm going to buy your favorite chocolate. It was those lint balls. 
for Christmas, you know, and she said, no, please don't buy that for me. I really don't want it. I have no need for chocolate. So it was just phenomenal the way the healing could happen. So, yeah, it's just about going to identify where, where the primary cut or the first wound is and going to bring healing to that because then there's no need to follow it afterwards. Okay, and so let me put it out there. I don't steal chocolates, but I love it a lot. <laughs> and if I ever come to you, we are not discussing chocolate, see? Because in my entire, like, you know, health thing, I, I, I eat healthy and, and I stay away from everything. But I said to anybody, you take away chocolate, <laughs> you're done with me. You're done with me. We're speaking to Nikki Slow, uh, a transformational coach. And uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, 34519 is our SMS line. 0618951019 is our telegram number. A reminder to our listeners that Faggy and I run a WhatsApp group. Um, it's admin run, so it doesn't like, you know, flood your, your, uh, your inbox with 100 messages a day. It's a message a day, and it's a message of encouragement um, on how we can all make our lives much more healthy. Because as we know, when you are healthy, you are indeed wealthy. If you'd like to join this WhatsApp group, you can send an email to info at highfm.com. Give us your name. Give us your number and we'll gladly join you into the conversation. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We're talking of how the subconscious actually affects the conscious. I see, uh, Nikki, that you are able to even do the session via Zoom. How would that work in terms of kinesiology? For kinesiology, I just use my body to tap into the client's body. So I have a lot of international clients, and it works very successfully on Zoom. I obviously prep them on how to manage any reactions in the body before using the tapping. So I teach them a little bit of tapping first, and I use breath very much, and uh, I, I do it on Zoom just using my body to dial into theirs. So that's how I do it. Excellent. Amazing. Okay, so let, can we talk a little bit about um, coronavirus and what it's doing to people? And, and, and is, it, is it triggering, do you think, a whole lot, a host of a whole lot of other stuff? You know, how, how, how do you see coronavirus in the context of, of your healing? Absolutely. I think coronavirus, what it does is it suppresses the immunity and then any latent dis-ease or viruses or Lyme disease or that have been sitting in the body are actually brought to the surface. And that's what we're finding in this long COVID. People have been particularly challenged with the long COVID. And that's where it's been really helpful for me in terms of the kinesiology because you can use the kinesiology to tap into the body on those very subtle levels. And, you know, maybe Lyme disease is not such that it's showed up in the, in the blood because it's been in the spore form, but now it's come to the surface. And this is what people are really struggling with as a result of COVID and the, the long-term effect it's had on the body in bringing surface to other diseases that have been in the body. Um, another way in which I use the kinesiology is we actually have little tester bottles. So Dr. Franz Kromhout, he's, um, homeopath, he's a chiropractor. I did all my training with him. He's actually been an absolute marvel and he's, he's my in Cape hero. Town, right? He's in Cape Town and he's, he's my hero in terms of helping me recover from long COVID because I had COVID in the first lockdown over that Easter weekend and 
it's taken me until about three months ago to fully recover. And each time France, because France has sat on all these international groups which are following the long COVID and looking at the depths of, of the symptoms that are showing up and the microorganisms that are coming up in terms of the body. And so he was actually helping me and testing my body for what microorganism stuff had come to the surface. And he's got a whole lot of homeopathic remedies, which as one of his practitioners, you know, I can dispense so I can easily do it. We have little tester vials of these um of these microorganisms, the biofilm, all those kind of things to put on the body. And then we see you put the tester on the body and the body will go strong or weak and give you feedback as to, yes, this is what it's struggling with. And then we put the remedy together with the like little micro bit of disease on the body and we see if the body re-strengthens. So we use that as a method of using the kinesiology to test these other issues that are rising to the surface with this COVID and then giving a remedy, which is either homeopathic or um, herbal. So that's what I've been using in terms of managing the COVID and the long COVID for people. So just in terms of, and it's not only COVID, it's, I guess it's, if you're saying that all illness, you know, is a dis-ease in the body, I'm becoming a bit philosophical here, but we could, I guess you could you take it to the point where you're saying that, you know, coronavirus is the disease of society right now. Like it's coming to reset us and make us look at things differently. Absolutely. So it absolutely is. If you look at the effects of COVID, it's made us reevaluate our lives on a totally different level. It's pushing us and squeezing us to really come together to drop you know, to drop all those facades that are on the outside and really pull together, even within our families, you know, people have lost all the external trappings of the ego and stuff on many levels. And it's made people really relook at their lives. So one could look at bringing you home, you know, so all disease is, is driving you to show you where you're stuck in terms of um, coming to that space of just realizing that you are love, you are divine, you, you are that. And so that's what this COVID is doing, is it's bringing realization to us or bringing to our awareness all the places where we're stuck in all these programs that are literally robbing us of our true life energy and life force. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's something that resonates a lot with me. There's many times that, you know, I sit back and think, you know, we are trying to deal with the pandemic on a practical level. I don't want to go, you know, down to the practicalities of, of how, 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 you know, people are dealing with it. Each and every person should, you know, consult whoever they need to consult with and deal with it on a practical level. But on a much deeper level, I, I kind of like think to myself, like, this is a message from God. This is something that is trying to get us to change. And, you know, we, we kind of like keep on hearing the adage, like, when are we going back to normal? And I keep on going saying, whoever said normal was normal. And, you know, maybe, maybe part of the healing and what it is that, you know, we have to do is really like look internally. Like, you know, it's, it's here. It keeps on coming. It keeps on coming in waves. Did you not hear the first time? Did you not hear the second time? Did you not hear the third time? And I think that it's, it's, it's trying to force, you know, people, you know, consciousness to, to change and, and put better perspectives in place. And just to Absolutely. add to that also that the struggle that we go through in our life is always what, you know, takes us to the places that we have to get to. Like Nikki, as you mentioned, you are, you're doing what you're doing now because of the back pain that you had as a, as a little, as a young 
girl. Um, and any of the struggles that we do go through, and a lot of people are going through very hectic struggles right now, you know, like you say, we're changing our lives and we're looking into how we can be better and what we can do to be better. Absolutely. And viruses come to reprogram our DNA. And, you know, like I said in the beginning is usually we judge these things as bad, but, you know, what if we can actually look at it as it's reprogramming our DNA on, on another level? There's so much more compassion, understanding for for so many people and so many different places in their lives, in their work, you know, so absolutely. If, if um, just, just, just going back to, to EFT, um, and just maybe, maybe, maybe before we even go like into my question, just describe to people what does EFT mean? For most people, it just means can you just um, send me money electronically? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can use EFT to help release your limiting beliefs about money, and then you can. <laughs> but what? what well, you can EFT? deposit positive energy into your body, Adol. Exactly, you can put those positive beliefs in. So what EFT does is EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and it basically uses different energy meridians in the body to release emotions. So, you know, traditionally when you look at the acupuncture points on on the body, you're actually tapping on those points, which helps to release the emotions from the body, and you get incredible healing from using EFT. It's about acknowledging emotions, going back into traumas, releasing them. I also do an applied form of EFT, which is called a matrix re-imprinting. And there it looks at whenever there's a trauma in our lives. So you store a holographic image of that trauma. And because you're not able to process it then, it just kind of gets stored in the body. Because if you look at the definition of trauma, it's a space in which something happens where you don't feel you have the resources to deal with in that moment. You feel very alone and you, 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 you almost get stuck so that you get that fight, flight or freeze response. And a lot of people get totally stuck in that trauma. So, you know, when we look at the definition of trauma, you might have a little two-year-old in a supermarket with its mother And the mom goes into the next aisle and this two-year-old can't see mom. And now it's like it's lost. It goes into such panic because for a two-year-old, these shelves are so huge and there's only strangers. And so that can be stored as a trauma in the child's body, whereas the mother overlooks it and says, oh, my gosh, I was just in the next aisle. So you can't judge where the trauma comes from, but you have to go and look at, at the traumas that are sitting there and then you can use the EFT to go into those memories and release those traumatized memories by resourcing that younger self and helping them work through that. And then the, the adult doesn't need to keep replaying that childhood trauma that they got stuck in where their body stored that holographic image. So you can pull up the full memory by using the EFT and the matrix re-imprinting. Well, what a fascinating conversation. We're speaking to Nikki Slow. Uh, we're going to an ad break. We'll be back shortly. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. I despise the clock because it just actually goes too fast. We have one more quick question, and then um, a lot of people are asking how to get hold of you. If someone doesn't feel like they have an issue, should they still come to you? Like, is it still good luck like, to have like a uh, prophylactic kinesiology session, you know, um, just in terms of personal growth? Almost like yeah, a micro massage. 
like going for a massage. You can absolutely come for a session. You know what? Sometimes people, they're subconscious or they get prompted that they know they need to come. And then remember, there's a little voice that tries to sabotage them from moving forward. And then when they come, I just ask, what does your body need? And the body gives feedback and you go down that road. In fact, you know, I have a lot of clients and then I'll, at the end of a session, I'll ask their body, when does their body need another session? And, you know, I've got this one client in the States and I saw her yesterday and it was two, two weeks later and her body said she needed another session. So I said, what do you like to work with? Has anything come up for you? And she just like looks at me and no, nothing is, has come up, come up. Just go with whatever shows up. And oh my goodness, it brought up huge traumas that she had buried. And we ended up working for them, and she was just so grateful that she actually showed up with no agenda, but just knowing that she needed to be there. So incredible that we can do that. Um, and sometimes it makes it easier not to know what you're going to deal with because, you know, you, it might bring up a fear that you don't actually want to deal with it. But when you know that it's done in a gentle, loving space that's that's an honoring way of your trauma and there's no judgment it's just absolutely showing you the divine perfection of why what is is as it is for a reason on your journey. And I think that safety, you know, when you know there's a safe space, then your body is safe to bring up the deeper traumas. But that's the critical thing is to have that safe space. Amazing, amazing. Nikki, if people want to get hold of you, how can they? They can email me. My email address is Nikki Slow. Uh, Nikki at Nikki, sorry, Nikki at Nikki Slow.com. It's N-I-C-K-Y at N-I-C-K-Y S-L-O-W dot com. You can give me a call or WhatsApp on 082-567-1199. And if you missed either of these, you can go to my website. It's www.nikkislow.com and all my contact details are on the website. Nikki, it's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely love having a virtual coffee with you. Thank you as always. Don't and have your piece of chocolate now, Adel. You deserve it. <laughs> Before I call Nikki, I'm just going to have another bar of chocolate. Shh, don't tell anybody. Thank you so much, Nikki, for just all your enjoy. time. Really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so very much for the opportunity to join you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye.